And now, back to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. No, no, and just you're Andrew Sabo. Mm. I did mess that up. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're we're here this week to talk about episode four thirty eight B, the Telltale Cat. Oh man, it's did okay. I say that correctly? I think you did. The Telltale Cat. The Telltale Cat. Chris doesn't have an easy time with it either at the end of the episode. <laughs> She's also... So so we're just going to peel back the curtain now because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So we discussed uh, in the end of last episode that we didn't know if we'd be able to cover this episode because the it doesn't exist anymore like on the club. It aired on the radio once, whatever. I found it, guys. Um, it's truly magic. If you are uh, people who... Uh, look at the show notes. Mm-hmm. You will have seen it linked last week in the show notes. What a guy. It's also linked this week. Look, focus. Come at me. Up yours. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, yeah. I I went back and forth because I do feel a little weird about it. Also, it's not available. So, yeah, this is, this is how you get to hear it. Also, <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, the audio I did manage to find of it is, uh, definitely running at a faster bit rate than yes. it should be. <laughs> it's very... It might even be pitched up on top of that. I think... it. It's weird because some of the voices sound normal-ish. Like Eugene, Eugene Harlow, <laughs> yeah. David sound mm-hmm. pretty good. Mandy sounds younger. Connie, Wit, and Tom? Unrecognizable. <laughs> it's wild. I did like, not realize it was Tom in the first scene that Tom is in. No, no, I didn't either. No, I have it as as a note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a wild it's a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um but But I'm glad we can be on it. Thank you, kind strangers on the internet. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, internet strangers. We're happy to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Good stewards, as the Lord would want. Yeah. That's, that's, Listen, that's if Focus saying. wanted to make money off of this, they could put it on the club and sell it, okay? Right. We're not even selling it, so... Yeah. Yep. No moral qualms for me. Yeah. And, yeah, if, you know, if I get an email from Phil, I'll leave it up. If I get one from Hubler, I might take it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Hubler comes out, then... I don't know. I would feel really bad about turning him away. Yeah, you know, if Kathy Buchanan comes after us, I, I, I will I will concede. Yeah, I will give her whatever she wants. Yeah. I will bake her an apology pie. Yeah. Hmm. That being said, uh, you know, if any of you want this uh, taken down, uh, just just come on our podcast and tell us in person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, that offer even extends to you, Phil Lawler, who I know hate listens to this every week. Every week. <laughs> The man's got nothing else to do except to hate stuff. Yep. So <laughs> this is uh this is what he listens to while he's working out because it like ups his testosterone and stuff. Yeah. I imagine he's like a uh, like a 
What do you think he what do you think Phil Lawler does for exercise? Elliptical. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Maybe recumbent bike. Maybe. Mm, maybe. maybe. The the <laughs> the the this is this is a bad bad habit of mine but Mm -hmm. a habit nonetheless which is occasionally if i just feel like being angry i will go on the adventures and odyssey fan group on facebook and just search out conversations that are going to get mildly controversial and then just see phil (laughs) in the comments just raving mad does that like how often does that happen there are multiple threads a week in which you can find phil being mad why i i found i found a him yelling about lecrae thread really um, i think in the past week there's what uh, does he have against like that's a good reoccurring bit what what's phil angry about (laughs) (laughs) what's Uh, eating phil (laughs) What's eating Filbert Lawler? Filbert. <laughs> uh, it's a Gilbert grape joke, but yeah. I couldn't land it because they're yeah. I, I was thinking. I imagine Phil Lawler as Dilbert in <laughs> the tie situation. I actually, you know, there might be more similarities there. Um, he also he did change his profile picture to be slightly less unhinged recently, which is a bit of a bummer, but. What was it before that it was so unhinged? Like, cur- black and white photo with him with, like, a curly afro cross-eyed with, like, his tongue sticking out? That is unhinged. I had yeah. no... I I presumed it was, like, a goofy picture with his wife to, no, like, that's, that's a the professional one, photo. That's the one I, uh, I, I threatened to put on a t-shirt. Remember when we talked about that? Uh oh yes, I mean I don't I don't remember ever seeing the image, but I do remember yeah. you threatening to blackmail Phil Waller. Yeah, it's now it's now a graduation picture of him, I think. Either that or he's just like young and wearing a hat. <laughs> you know how young people be wearing hats. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, I like this. This is good workshop. You know, we're just spitballing here. Yeah, what uh, if what if instead of what if we do a bonus episode and instead of reading fanfic, we just go back and forth in Phil Waller comments, I read what one person says, and then you, you read, read the commenter. <laughs> like you 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 play Phil, I play that yeah. Yeah. The problem is We need to The problem is it's the same thing every time. No, oh yeah, no, Which no. Which is just like he's a man who can see everything in the world as a black and white, mm-hmm. and he is always on Even the side pictures. of white. Yeah, ex- exactly. And yes, <laughs> uh, nope, that was not necessarily a mistake. No, it was intentional. See aforementioned Lecrae thread. Oh no! No, I mean like he doesn't. All right, all right. You know what? We're we're in this right now. I I. So the thing is. I get mad, and then I send picture, like I send screenshots to friend of the show Michaela Moeller, mm-hmm. so that she can be mad with me. Um, I want to join this Facebook group. Yeah, it, it's 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 bad for your mental health. That is, I mean, I'm on Facebook so rarely for that reason. Right, like it. it this is this is no good for anyone, and yet, like sometimes, can't look away. So we've got we've got a three a three person thread here. So this is this is we're we're talking about 
uh, Lecrae and his, his rap, and um, someone says, in, in regards to, it starts out with talking about Lecrae rapping from a Christian worldview, and someone, or like, he's a Christian who raps from a Christian wor- worldview, and someone responds, is he? Does he? I've heard less and less of Christian worldview from him as time passes. He is grabbing very tightly to the world's perspective on critical race theory and the social justice movement. To which someone responds, the the initial guy who made the comment about Lecrae responds, no offense, but I don't think it's very fair to question his Christianity just because his racial politics might be different than yours. Yeah, which is... Such a nice, level-headed oh, yeah. response no, that is to, the, like... Like, it's the... That is the absolute correct response. Well, like, right, like it, but it's the most generous yeah, response exactly, as well. exactly. That's that's what I meant by the absolute correct. Like, it's, it's the one that's going to cause the least amount of problems and also still call out their own biases. Yeah. To which... <laughs> so, so, once again... Just because his racial poli- like don't question his, his Christianity just because his racial politics are different than yours. Phil Waller responds, doesn't that depend on if his racial politics are evil or not? Evil is the problem here, not the package it comes wrapped up in. Huh. Evil. Evil was his choice of words. It really what- was. <laughs> When you want to talk about, like, just binary thinking, if you exist in a world where something is either purely good or purely evil, (laughs) I just, oh my gosh. I mean, he'll die soon. (laughs) The the thing, right, the thing with everything Phil Lawler is it's never, he never explicitly comes out and says things that are like, like, that are objectively horrible? No. For a man who's so black and white, he yeah. really likes saying everything in shades of gray. Exactly. Well, whenever he's being shady with people. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. No, uh, if, he, yeah. if he's trying to throw some shade, uh, it's going to be gray. No, it's, well, it's I mean, yucky. shade. Gray by default. Mm-hmm. Gray scale, if you will. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen any, you know, white shade. Or black shadows. You know, now that I mention it, though, I have seen, like, yellowy shade. Like, when you have, like, if you have, like, a, a pane of glass that's oh, got yes. a color. Like, yeah, that's kinda nice. Get, like, I mean, it's not, I guess it's not shade at that point, but it kind of is. It's, it's reflected. It's re- reflected. Refracted light. Right, which is, what what is shade if not refracted light? Exactly. Um. Well, we haven't even gotten to the Is the opposite of shade a rainbow? Or is the rainbow just shade? I think rainbows are shade. That's just me. It's it's the un- green it's, says it's the butts, un- but his legs. <laughs> exactly. Andrew said says rainbow Rainbow's is shade. shade. It, well, it's the unreachable shade. <laughs> the unreachable shade. That, like you can you can oh. journey for miles, but you will never get to that to that shade. Wow, beautiful. Couldn't have said it better. That's myself. why the leprechauns were so wealthy. <laughs> So the episode we're talking about today is the Telltale Cat, and we got it through questionable means, but it doesn't matter. It's an episode that has aired once ever. Ever. It first aired on March 11th, 2000. (laughs) It last aired also on March 11th. 
And I think I know why. Within the first sentence of the episode is um is Harlow Doyle saying, Who knows what evils lurk in the hearts of middle school boys? I do, Harlow Doyle. <laughs> to which yeah. every red flag went off. <laughs> My okay Google. <laughs> My Google dot started changing shapes. <laughs> changing shapes yeah yeah no it, was, it went full horrific. full transformer and there was oh, red and wow. blue lights going off yeah i should have known better you really should have Andrew. <laughs> that's what you get for saying her name in my presence <laughs> i'm so sorry I guess some things are black and white. It cannot say Google. You didn't say the keyword ahead I, of that? I know, I know. Okay, good. Do <laughs> what you just did. Why do so, we do this show? So, Because of Harlow Doyle and this absolute <laughs> ludicrousy. Yeah, yeah. So it's... This episode is... So it's written by Jim Ware, directed by Phil Lawler, which is, you know, mm -hmm. what we keep talking about. Jim Ware did not write Sunset Bowl of Water, nor seemingly did he listen to it. Yeah, because it is the same. <laughs> so there's this thing. So during the most of the unreleased episodes of Odyssey that were actually produced or that ever made it to air, but then haven't, you know, made it to a thing since then, there's kind of two distinct eras. Mm -hmm. There's the Officer Harley. Yeah. Where it's like, we recorded this episode, we aired it, then Harley got canceled, and we pulled him from the air. Yep. That time that, you know, Focus really leaned into cancel culture and was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we don't, we, we don't want to, we don't want We bad. don't want, you know, a goofy cop. That's the thing that we are terrified of. We can't have children uh, thinking that cops are goofy. Yep. <laughs> So, so right. So there's that instance. And then there is also um, this era of the show that we've been talking about mm -hmm. during our hot split episode summer. Mm. So hot. The hottest. And this one is that much more hot because, you know, you got to like look extra hard oh, to find yeah. it. Oh, yeah. No, this is like it's it's not scarcity it's not has out driven there the price up. yeah it's not out there in the open mm -hmm. got to no. go behind closed doors to find it this is a champagne room episode exclusively mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah the, you don't know what dylan did to get this i don't either it's, it's he true. didn't tell you me don't. <laughs> that that stays between me and uh my myself maybe maybe involve i i don't know. <laughs> um so so yeah so a lot of these episodes were pulled and they always give like a bit of a reason mm -hmm. I, I never know how much to read into the reasons so like the reason the official reason why this one was dropped from distribution is because this they they claimed that they felt the scene where he threw fluffy face into trickle lake was too violent yeah because it was <laughs> I don't, I don't disagree with that take. Interesting. <laughs> I, my take was it's because they, it's not particularly good and they recycled a plot from like three episodes prior. That too. No, that, I mean, 
those are this is a like objectively bad episode of the show. Yeah, I mean it's this like is it's like fine the content. Like I don't it's it, it's bad in that like it it's doing nothing, but like I think I think there are Honestly, I think there are worse split episodes than oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. As far as traumatizing look forward kids and to stuff. our look forward to our ranking coming at the end of split episode summer, which is going to become a little bit of split episode fall. fall. Mm-hmm. In case global you guys warming. haven't already done the math, you know that uh, yeah, that we're going to be the trading climate that, has changed. Trading my that friend. crop top for a crop flannel at yeah, some point oh, here. I would love me a good cropped flannel can make it happen andrew i actually i have a black and white flannel that i was thinking about getting rid of because it's too small ah new option so perfect perfect option for a cropped flannel now do you keep the sleeves long i do personally okay (laughs) i think like short torso long sleeves is a look that works Mm -hmm. but yeah you know i what i wouldn't do i feel like you either have to go like completely remove the sleeves Mm -hmm. or leave the sleeves on i don't think any sort of like shortening the sleeves works my first thought was like a baseball tee length where you just cut off the cuff Eh, but if you want to do that just just roll them up true 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 and then you get that look right which is good luck good look certified good look if if you uh, if you do this, Andrew, can you put, post some thirst traps for the Chalk Squad on yeah. your uh, oh, yeah. on your Instagram, and we'll, yes. we'll link them. <laughs> yes, certainly. All right, great. Um, it's but, my senior year of Bible college. Now's my time. Yeah, what are they gonna do? I don't know at this point. I thought I would have gotten yelled at long before now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's it's such a. Yeah, it's such a fine episode. Like it, it's got yeah. it's got kind of nothing to it, but it's if you didn't pick up on it, it's a reference to the Telltale Heart. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Uh. But in this time, it's the Telltale Cat. Here's my thing: it should have been called the Telltale Meow. True, that would have been more more appropriate like i get that the heart telltale heart it's not the same it's not like the telltale thump or whatever what, yeah, what, what, yeah i don't know what sound I, uh, but i think the telltale meow is is funnier mm-hmm. well and it runs into the the issue with the lion tail and the telltale cat where it's like it's wild that the lion tail is on is was initially paired with the telltale cat exactly like, what I mean, it's they this... should have called them the Tall Tail Cat and the Telltale Cat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Tall Tail Cat, <laughs> or the Long Tail Cat and the Telltale Cat. <laughs> but like, it's just yeah. So it's a weird thing where it's like it's it's kind of stealing from Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. and also is yeah. Is David also... laughs maniacally and throws a cat in a shoebox into a lake. <laughs> at which point it's like immediately rescued oh yeah no no i mean there's no real danger but i i mean listening to it as somebody who had never heard the episode before i was like right what? well yes <laughs> yeah i guess i should make it clear i've also never heard this episode before as evidenced by the fact that it was only aired once and when it was aired that one time i was not even two yeah was i born was i born uh no nope <laughs> not even as i go <laughs> so yeah it's just 
it's a wild a wild 10 minutes and it's yeah. but like that being said i do like one of my first thoughts was i really like harlow dictating to himself because yeah. these short episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. we get like right. aubrey doing it a lot yep. and mandy does it yes. sometimes but like getting harlow doing it is funny and it's and like this a... is more of a harlow case episode exactly than sunset. because sunset bowl of water all has the framing of richard maxwell as the fish is telling yeah exactly like this one does this one gets to be a little bit more Harlowy. Yeah, this feels like a Harlow adventure as opposed to like an adventure that involves Harlow and is. That just being said, it. he's not super involved. No, no. Does he no. do like he's he's the narrator? Yeah, but we don't get any like investigation from him really. No, it's just him telling the story. Yeah, basically, <laughs> which I don't mind. So Mandy gets a cat. Mm-hmm. So this is the other thing. This I assume episode overlaps with the contents of sunset ball of water it's got to right because she gets a cat yeah in that mm-hmm. and that's when she loses interest in richard maxwell mm-hmm. and so like here she is and we're now following the story of her getting the cat well and also now we know why she's not paying attention to the fish because the cat's causing all kinds of problems right so and David, David's not liking this cat. Yeah, which we already knew in the previous episode. Yeah. But David didn't like the cat. It's also it is ridiculous that this episode. So like we have we have Mandy and David. Mm-hmm. We also get all of the core cast. Yeah, like Tom. Will Ryan is there as both Harlow and Eugene. Mm-hmm. Tom is there as or Walker Edmonston is there as Tom and Bart. Yeah. And then Connie, like Katie Lee and Paul Herlinger both show up as well. Yep, everybody's there. W- why? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't, I mean, it. I hope it, they got, maybe maybe that's why they did this, because they didn't want to keep paying residuals to everyone. To this, everybody. This 10 minutes of you audio. You went over budget and you threw a cat in a lake. <laughs> oh my gosh. For a half an episode? <laughs> Yeah, so Mandy gets the cat. Uh, The cat causes problems with David and eats his mouse, which I feel like is kind of glossed over in this split episode, the fact that the cat did commit murder. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, the natural kind. Yeah, no, the natural kind of murder. Well, and also, when it's later revealed that David has a snake, I'm like, how did that not happen <laughs> sooner? the snake doesn't roam free. True. Oh, I don't know. I've seen people let snakes out. <laughs> sure. I, I hope the snake doesn't roam free. Is that better, Andrew? I hope so, too. <laughs> um, so, David hates the cat. And is devising a plan maniacally, I shall say. Like, this is the most maniacal I've ever seen a uh, elementary slash middle schooler portrayed in this show. <laughs> like, this is worse than Rodney Rathbone. He seems like a full unhinged criminal. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, so he gets, he goes to the store and allegedly gets catnip and an alleged shoebox. Yes. Which yep. is a running bit throughout right. the yep. episode. Harlow's got to couch everything in case, you know, David's lawyers come after him that this is all alleged. <laughs> Saul Preacher Man? Uh, shoebox. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, takes the cat, 
catches it uh, with the with the catnip as bait. Amanda freaks out. Come, Amanda. Amanda. Mandy freaks out. I mean, comes out and he sends quick, her quick to the side curb. conversation. Mm-hmm. Mandy probably short for Amanda. Often is not always. Could be. Maybe not probably. Could be. Could be. It's an option. I would love option. that. I'm I'm a big fan of Amanda. I like I like that name. It's got a lot of A's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got a whole man in it. It's got a whole man in it. That's <laughs> That's my favorite name. <laughs> Two A's and a whole lot of man. <laughs> um <laughs> It has three, Andrew. Three A's is a lot. It's a lot of A's. Yeah, but you said two. You make a strong point. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, no, you're what good. A, no, you're a, good. What a great episode we're making here, guys. So much good. Do we bring content. up the fact that this? No, we did not. This this episode. So we talked about last episode with the lion tail that it only has like. What, that it's rated really poorly on the wiki, like 49% with 11 votes. On the flip side, this episode (laughs) has a 77% with 42 votes. Why? What? I, I don't know. It feels like somebody messed up. Yeah. Like, how many did they, I mean, I wonder if these votes came through... While there was a mistake, and this is like Sunset Bowl of Water or something like that. Like, is there any way this could have been? Because how did 42 people listen to this episode? I mean, look, if I found it, like, it can happen. But, and I guess, right, you would maybe be more compelled to go out and review an episode that, like, ooh, it's special that I got to listen to this. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, it still is just whack. That is so whack. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt your your summary. No, certainly. Um, well, this is when uh, <laughs> the cat is uh, picked up immediately out of the water by a presumably by our audio recording old woman, um, but right. it's actually Tom. It's actually Tom. <laughs> His like voice is super pitched up and fast, and he just yeah, yeah he just sounds like an old lady. Yep. Um, and so, then David gets back to the house. He's super content. He's like, oh, I just got back in time to watch my cartoons. This is so great. And then he starts hearing cat meowing everywhere. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's like probably like a like a Hellcats type joke or whatever. Yeah, like he's hearing it like on the TV. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Wit's End and like is hearing it there. Well, yeah. And Wit then asks him about like Wit and Bart both ask him off the cuff about like his sister's cat and he just freaks out right bart bart of this all people while he's like a casual conversation batteries. with bart with bart yeah and like wit wit like the when wit leaves there's the or like when david leaves the scene with wit there's a cat there like named muffin yes it's like oh i didn't know you know right how does she keep getting in yep Yep, and then and then we go we go over to the, to electric, the electric palace, <laughs> and Bart's got like electronic cat simulator. Yeah, basically, it's like a like a super high tech cat collar that has like radio tracking, and then also apparently like a like a the the equivalent of a duck call, but for cats. <laughs> yeah. So, 
uh, that's just called a cat call, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. But a cat call is also what you do to women on the street if you suck. Yes, exactly. Um, this is definitely a hill I am willing to die on. I have never understood cat yeah, no, calling. No, if you cat call, stop listening. Please. I don't like, want your. Bye. I don't care about you. <laughs> Jesus loves everyone. But I feel less obligated to love people that can't call. <laughs> it, like, even as a child, it just baffled me. Because it's not like it ever went well. No. Like... No, I think it's just a power thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. I mean, as fair as it can be. <laughs> it's... I mean... It's like if you tried to get really good at basketball, but only shot the ball backwards. Where it's like, at a certain point, you just gotta give up and accept that this is not the best way to do this. Right. Take flirting lessons with Andrew Sabo. Mm. Maybe that should be your career plan. <laughs> Drop out of college. You start a Zoom class where you teach people how to flirt. <laughs> That's such a bad idea for me. <laughs> what? What advice? <laughs> the advice I'm going to give is going to be terrible self-help. That's just going to make people uh, probably make a lot more mistakes than they would otherwise. All right, all right. Then we can do a Zoom course where you tell people how to shoot a back basketball forwards. That now, now that sounds like a real money maker <laughs> right there. I know at least two people that would be very interested in watching an amateur fail at shooting a basketball for an extended period of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, right. So there's... Casual conversation with Bart. Electronic cat. Great. Big yes. fan. Um, yeah, he just wants batteries. And uh, so then he goes over to um, the Timothy Center. To return to the scene of the crime, as all terrible criminals do. Uh, Although, it was Trickle Lake that he threw the cat off of. Yeah, but isn't Trickle Lake right by the Timothy Center? I don't think that they're that close. This is why we need the map. <laughs> this is Yeah, death. I mean, they're both on the outskirts of town, but yeah. I don't think... Like, they definitely don't border each other. Okay. Yeah, because... Okay, yeah, no, you're right. Based on my understanding of Trickle Lake now. Like I, th I feel like I feel like Thomas Farm is closer to like Forest Mountain. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Well well, I I thought Forest Mountain and Trickle Lake were like together. Maybe 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 yeah, maybe it's in between them. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. This is actually what we do need Phil Waller for. I that's really the only opinion of his that <laughs> can, I can you can you make a map for us, Phil? Yeah. We know you're I'll, listening. I'll, I'll put it nicely in the uh, in the in the group. Somebody make a map. Yeah, but but yeah. So he's he he goes to the Timothy Center. Do we get a clear reason why he's going to the Timothy Center? Well, I think he wants to get the cat back because he's freaking out. He wants to make sure the cat's okay. I really. Well, I, he's un, he's completely unhinged at this yes, point. Yes, he's, yes, yes. He's entirely yes. manic. I he's don't. Freaking I out. don't know that he ever has a moment where he thinks he can get the cat back. Does that's he? fair. Well, uh, okay. Because so it's I... then like a surprise when it's like, oh, that's my sister's cat. Yeah. It's not like he's looking for Fluffy Face. He's just racked with guilt. 
So my assumption is for his reasoning to go to the Timothy Center is because the Timothy Center is close to Trickle Lake. Tom was there earlier. I don't know. It's not on his property, but yeah. And maybe you're right. It just I just didn't make that connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. why I need a map. Yeah, or just helpful listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David's freaking out, and then uh, just like has a nervous breakdown and yells i confess and then passes out which yep. been there man <laughs> really no 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 <laughs> i've never yelled i confess before i pass out <laughs> but you I've ever throw a sibling s- something in the lake mm, not intentionally no I've definitely accidentally knocked a lot of things into the ocean in my life, though. <laughs> you might want to have that checked out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just a general lack of balance. <laughs> you st- <laughs> You're bad. I think I just overall lack balance. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they they freak out because this child passed out in front of them. Uh, they call his dad, and so the next scene is um, Tom on the phone with uh, Stephen. Mis- Stephen. Stephen Strasberg. Um, Good job, Andrew. Nailed it on the first try. <laughs> thank you. Well, I would have just gone with Mister. So you know, <laughs> fair, fair. Avoid this problem altogether. Um. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then so David's feeling better. Dad's feeling slightly less concerned, I guess. And they they hang up. And um, there's a cat lovers conference at the Timothy Center because yes. of course there is. There's cats everywhere in Odyssey this weekend, yes. including the lakes. Right, right. And so this 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 is the reason that like he's he's being overwhelmed by cats in like this moment. Yeah. Oh. Like, there are so many cat sounds, and it's because, like... That's why he passes out. Yes. Okay. He gets... Okay. Right, right, right. He's not hallucinating those. Okay. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> I thought, like, they were in a conference room or, like, barn-type situation, and he just kind of heard them in the distance or something. But no, that I... makes a lot more sense. If there's just hundreds of cats running around. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And then, yeah, it is... And then he goes back to... Oh, this is right. the other bonkers thing. So he finds Fluffy, oh, yeah. super excited, brings her back right. well, to someone, Mandy. Someone comes up and is like, like at the cat conference, is like, this cat isn't registered. And Tom's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's because I just found him in a shoebox in the lake today. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. person's like, wow, someone really must have wanted to get rid of that cat. And then he's like, it's my sister's cat. <laughs> Nobody questions him. Yeah. Uh, and then he takes it back to Mandy, and he doesn't tell her. And they even yep. give him the internal monologue moment of, like, maybe I should tell her. I don't know. I mean, you know, we got the cat back. Make everything right. And he's like, nah, I won't. And yep. then Mandy turns it around and says, where's your... Or he asks where his snake is, and uh, Mandy's like, I don't know. They just kind of disappear. Yep. And, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, with a little bit of a Harlow outro. We love a good. Oh yeah, uh, crime part. never pays. It. Uh, what is it? What? What? What is the word he is? It's like. Oh gosh! It. It like. Leeches off his mother or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. It's. 
yeah, or makes its mommy pay for it or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the episode, guys. Oof. Boy, it existed. Yeah, it's not... <sighs> I don't think it's bad. It's It's actually really funny how strange it is and like... <laughs> Right. I'm glad that we got to listen to yes. it. Yes. Yeah, me I oh, I'm I'm so glad that we got to listen to it. And I, I don't know if I quite like wrapped this up earlier what I was trying to say, but like there there's a lot of like they dropped a bunch of episodes around this time for like the reasons that they give of like, ah, it's too violent in, in this episode or whatever. But I think how many more of them can we get? <laughs> I think the bigger dropped episode thing, summer go. <laughs> I there's not that many dropped episodes, oh. but like I I think part of the of the reason we get so many in this era is because we've got all this new writing staff. Mm-hmm. McCusker is executive producer at mm-hmm. this like that's a new position for him mm-hmm. like they are very much trying to train up this next bout of writers yeah and so they probably like let some episodes go to air that they wouldn't have normally like they would have caught earlier in the process but they're trying to train these people yeah and, yeah, like, yeah. Gotta whatever. Get them their reps <laughs> yeah and then and then they were like after the fact we're like okay, like, we don't actually need to, like, keep circulating this thing. And so they just, like, pulled it. And so they all have reasons. But, like, right, I think this episode, the thing of, like, oh, it was pulled for being too violent. I'm like, it was pulled because it's not a great episode. Mm -hmm. I think, like is the thing well and, and like, it is it kind of feels, derivative of other episodes it's derivative of other episodes it's also it's so it's so heightened yeah in a way that like odyssey like isn't really and like they don't they do like they they obviously explain a lot of the cat sounds and whatnot but mm-hmm. it does just seem kind of crazy and then right i don't feel like it resolves well no not at all no <laughs> And there so, really is no resolution, and, like, the Chris wrap-up at the end is like, so this is what happens when you try to get away with sin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what, you get paranoid, basically? Which is true, I mean, you know, can can confer, at least my reaction to that sort of behavior is typically a lot of anger and resentment for myself. <laughs> but, no, it, yeah, it... <laughs> It's such an anomaly. I like it. I think it's it's strange and weird, and I'm glad that by making the show, I get to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Like a, a yeah, and it's right. It's it's a fun oddity, right? Like, exactly. That's that's why and like, that's why an absurdity, we wanted, if you will. <laughs> that's why we wanted to cover it. Um, why I was so excited to like find it you know yeah. buried under all the cobwebs and whatnot and why like it's fun to talk about it it's just like in the same way that like when we covered like when we did twilight our twilight zone mm-hmm. we covered like the original episode with harley and then like the remake years later which i feel like had a similar like fun yeah. element to it of like this is like not like this is it's like a draft episode of Odyssey exactly. that somehow like made it out the was door. Not, yeah, that was <laughs> and like not treated as a draft. 
Yeah. But it functioned as one for the writers and for the concept and for everything that the show was doing at the time. But yeah, and there are a whole lot of, like, the wiki chronicles this stuff pretty well. If you go to, like, their um, unreleased episodes page, I'm mm-hmm. um, not, not telling you to do this currently, Andrew. No. Because that's going to be too distracting. But listeners, and I can link it in the in the description but there are in addition to the ones that were recorded and then dropped there were also some episodes that like just some scripts that we know about from this time Mm -hmm. that never happened or that were recorded but never made it to air like there was there are some additional split episodes that don't even exist outside of maybe they're on a hard drive somewhere at focus um so one, if you if you got any of those, or you've got the scripts for those, or anything, I mean, that would be truly incredible. The LBC Library does have some Adventures and Odyssey stuff in there. I definitely could get my hands on probably some interesting artifacts from days of yore. <laughs> Sure, but you're not going to find episodes that never made it to air, Andrew. No, no, but if I found an... No, I guess, no. I don't know what what you're hoping for here, but... it would never make it to print. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of all I've got to say here. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a fine episode. It's more interesting as a curiosity than it is Mm -hmm. as an episode, and I look forward to talking about it more or talking about more of these because we do have a couple more split episodes that I think I I have copies of. I gotta I haven't actually listened to them yet, but I'm pretty pretty confident that we'll be able to do this again in a few weeks. Nice. Um, yeah. Anything you want to plug here, Andrew? Oh, um. Hmm. I think there's something. Oh, the righteous gemstones. Oh, have not, interesting. I have not plugged it on the show probably in a long time. I don't know if I have before or not. Sure. Uh, but season two came out a while ago. Um, season two is way better than season one, but I recently watched it with a friend of the show, Alyssa Brenner, and it was really funny. A nice, you know, biting satire. I won't even say it was biting satire. It's just like a comedy so larger than life about a, uh, like, mega church pastor turned mob boss kind of to a certain extent but sure sure it stars uh john goodman as the the church pastor and it's on hbo max so pop racer himself yes <laughs> the cyclops from oh brother where art thou himself he doesn't go by the cyclops does he no okay no i mean but he does wear an eye patch correct correct he's 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 playing he because it's in a it's an adaptation of the odyssey oh oh <laughs> okay that makes sense yeah it's an adaptation of homer's odyssey and he he plays the cyclops yeah but i forget what his character's name is it is actually funny because we just recently watched part of that movie together and um I watched the whole of that yes, movie. Yes, yes. I just I, only watched part of it with you. Because I got sick. <laughs> anyway, that's my plug. Righteous Gemstones. Really funny. Yep. Uh, nine episodes, I want to say. Half hour each. Worth your time. Go for it. All right. Cool. I got nothing to plug, but I just did shout out two movies I love. So links to go. those in the show notes if you want some more John Goodman in your life. Amen. Who doesn't? And with uh, with all that being said... 
Uh, we will see you folks next week for episode 441A. What do you think? What do you think, Andrew? You'll have to stay tuned and find out. Bye, guys. Bye. WADFAM Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures on Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WADFAM Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. The Telltale Cat was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acevo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Shock Pod.